do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode 99. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. This is the first podcast in a while from me. I took a break from recording. I've had the privilege of having Max Pownall do three episodes. So first, I want to say a great shout out and thank you to Max for those episodes and for the three people he interviewed. I really enjoyed listening to them listening to different people talking about their history in design and technology and how it's influenced where they've got to. So if you haven't listened to those yet, then do go back and listen. Max talked to three women in design. Some of them work in the department where he is at Nottingham Trent, but just talked about their design experience and the design education experience. And I found some of their thoughts and their comments really insightful and I was out walking the dog as I was listening and and thinking about how they'd ended up where they were, what had caused them to think about doing design education. And one of the factors, unsurprisingly, was the teacher, the classroom teacher. Their role, whether in a positive or not so positive way, is really important. And it continues to be sad to see so many Adverts out that are being unfilled for design and technology teachers in England. You know, we have this ongoing challenge that in some ways it's great that there are so many adverts because it means that schools are still running design and technology in different forms, that possibly they're expanding their departments. But there continues to be this dearth of supply in the supply chain. Let's use some language that we're hearing quite a lot of in the news at the moment about food. There's a real supply chain issue. There's people that are leaving the profession and there's a dearth of people joining the profession. And there's a lack of value in different ways in schools around what design and technology is and what it's for. But I think listening back to those three conversations will really give a context to why it's important, this subject, and the role that the teacher can play. And I know that many of you listen to this who are involved in teaching the subject recognize that and understand that and so firstly well secondly because I've already firstly thanked Max is to second to say to teachers do not underestimate your role in sustaining and growing and developing the subject I'm sure that many days day to day when you're doing D&T 
in your teaching and you're seeing maybe that your hours are cut. You know, I've, I've talked to D&T teachers where timetable time is cut or there's a problem with recruitment and so, well, we'll just co-opt another teacher from another part of the school who's under hours to come and teach that you must feel sort of frustrated and, and undervalued and unvalued. Well, I think thinking back to those three people who've been interviewed and the importance and the centrality of their D&T teachers in what they've gone on to do now. I'm sure many of you have got stories from pupils that you've taught, from parents of those pupils that have, where you've had a big impact. And the subject is in a dire place. I've got a podcast coming out shortly with an interview with Tony Ryan and then one to follow with David Spendler, where we're talking about the recently published EPI report, which I did a podcast on a, a while back now that showed the the challenges and the decline in the subject. And so as you come into the end of an academic year, teachers do stop and think about, yeah, there are challenges, but you are, you are there, you are sustaining the subject, you are growing the subject. Whether that's growth is going to be measured by the number of pupils studying, but you are growing it in the fact that you are changing the subject, moving it on. Design and technology is not a subject that stays the same. And it changes and it develops because of D&T teachers' enthusiasm and beliefs and understanding about the importance of design education, understanding about technology, the opportunity for pupils to learn and do through the hand and mind together, the different space that design and technology offers to give a perspective of human nature and human needs through empathetic design, through understanding context, through the real application of design thinking. Your contribution to a broad and balanced and general education is is important. And so as we come towards the end of the term, I know it's kind of only the middle of May when you might not think, well, it's not that much at the end of term. Well, you know, the end of term is is rushing and we kind of think about all the things we can do in the summer. And I'm talking about people in the Northern Hemisphere here. I appreciate that uh, academic years run differently in the Southern Hemisphere. But I think taking time to take stock about what you've achieved, what's gone well, where you've been, where you've come from and and celebrating your achievements and your your resilience and sustaining the subject is really important. I do a thing in my office and we did it recently at graduation where I've got a piece of ribbon that's um, black and white check like a checkered flag for a race that I sometimes put across the door or I hold out for people to run through to celebrate that they've finished. We don't celebrate finishing things. Now, whether that's finishing is I've done a class set of reports or I've marked all of the coursework um, or I've I've written that report for the head teacher. We, we need to celebrate these these milestones. And so by stopping D&T teachers and and reflecting on how far you've come, what you've done, the the small gains, the large gains, the challenges you've addressed, the fact that you are moving the subject on and those small gains and finishes that you've made throughout the year, then celebrate them. Find yourself a, a finishing line to run through to, to kind of really take stock and stop and think, yes, I have, I have done this and reflect on what you have done. So 
I'm not necessarily talking about design and technology in this episode. I'd started off by thinking about Max's three episodes and the power of the teacher. And I'm just sending a message out to D&T teachers there. You are important. You are central. You do challenge the subject. You do move things forward. You are reflective. And without you, then the subject would not exist. So thank you from me and thank you to those of you who join me and have conversations with me about design and technology. I've had some fantastic ones again in in recent weeks. So it's just a, a heartfelt comment to say, stop, take stock, reflect and celebrate because you are making a difference to the subject of design and technology and you are making a difference to people's success and achievement and progress about their place in the world and their engagement with design thinking and making a difference. Have a listen back to Max's three episodes. Listen to those uh, three designers talking about their work and where they've come from. And I'm sure you'll find examples from your own practice as well, where you've made a difference that gives you a motivation to keep going. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Thanks ever so much for listening. And I think my next episode, I'm kind of edging towards the 100th and I'm really excited about that. And I've got some great interviews coming up to be released. But enjoy the rest of the week and thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Talking DNT podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Alison Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening.